Here at Doxedo Bloom, we're excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope you enjoy today's message. Well, we are at the end of what has probably been the most disruptive, chaotic, and let's just be honest, difficult year to ever navigate for most of us. And I want to share today a few brief thoughts with you on how you and I, as a Christ follower, can make sure that we actually end of 2020 in a space of faith, hope, and expectation. Because if you're anything like me, I think you would be tempted to just kind of forget about 2020. Let's write it off. Let's bury it deep somewhere. Let's never speak of it again, right? But here's the thing, I don't think that is what God has in mind for you and me. I think God has in mind for you and me that our hearts need to be filled with a hope and the expectation to end off this year well so that we can actually start off the new year well as well. You see, elite athletes all across the world, they know that the last few seconds of a race, it matters. You can start well, you can run well, but if you don't finish your race well, you throw away all of it. In fact, most coaches and trainers actually agree that most athletes, they either lose their race at the very start, in those starting few seconds, or at the very end of the race. You can start well, you can run well, but if you don't finish well, you're actually setting yourself up to lose. And for us at the end of 2020, we might be tempted to just kind of decelerate, lie down, wait for and hope for better and brighter days for 2021. But I don't think that is what God has in mind. Athletes know that they can't start decelerating too soon. They can't finish their race before they've actually crossed the finish line. Otherwise, they lose. So for me as a Christ follower, how do I make sure I end this year well in a space of faith, hope, and expectation for 2021? I want to share two brief thoughts with you. First of all, I want to encourage you to take some stock. Let's be honest, we need to do some stock taking at the end of 2020. Because you see, in order for us to end well, we need to acknowledge a few things. We might be tempted to just kind of forget about 2020. Let's never talk about it again. But I want to encourage you at the end of this year, take a moment and do some stock taking. Why is this important? Because you see, we don't have a God who is far away. We do not serve a God who is distant and unfamiliar with the things that we have had to face, build through and overcome during the year 2020. He knows pain actually really well. I want to read a scripture with you. In Hebrews 4, uh, we discover this wonderful truth that our God is not far away, especially after a year like 2020. He was not far away. But Hebrews 4 from verse 14 gives us this incredible promise. It says, since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, and this is the wonderful truth about knowing Jesus in relationship, it says, therefore, we can with confidence draw near to the throne of grace 
so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in times of need. Can I take a moment just to say, friend, whatever you are feeling after this year, Jesus fully understands. He fully knows. He is aware of every single detail, of every single obstacle and challenge that you have had to face in 2020, whether it's financial strain, whether your emotional or psychological well-being took some serious hits, or even whether you unfortunately maybe even lost a loved one during this year. Jesus, our high priest, he knows. He not only knows, he fully knows. He fully understands what you and I have had to go through during this year. So I want to encourage you, take some stock of 2020. Whether you are maybe watching this with friends or family, it uh, doesn't matter where you're watching this from, but I want to encourage you, take some stock. Take a moment, go sit somewhere, get out a piece of paper and a pen and write down. Write down the things that you've had to overcome this year. Acknowledge them, give them a name, say them out loud, do some stock taking. And then once you've written down those things that have been difficult, that have shaken your life a little bit this year, I wanna encourage you to pray and invite Jesus to come and reveal to you exactly what he was busy with during those moments of pain, suffering and genuine difficulty. Invite him and pray and ask, Jesus, come and give me your perspective on these things. Because you see, it's when we do some stock taking, it's when we acknowledge the fact that this year sucked a little bit. I had to take a pay cut. I had to greet a loved one. My business had to close. My health took some hits. It's when we acknowledge these things, when we bring them into the light, that Jesus, our great high priest, can actually come and bring healing in those areas. But I also want to encourage you not only to do stock taking of the challenges and the difficulties that you maybe have had to overcome uh, during 2020. I want to challenge you, do some stock taking of the goodness of God in 2020. Yes, I said it, the goodness of God in 2020. I want to encourage you as you write down, write down the difficult things, the challenges you have had to face. I want to encourage you to create a second column on that piece of paper and write down the things that you can celebrate in 2020. That's right. I said it. The things you can celebrate in 2020. Write down moments where you were desperate and God actually came through for you. Write down moments where you prayed and you cried out and God actually came through and He proved His faithfulness to you. Because you see, it's when I take stock of the challenges that Jesus can come and bring healing in my heart, but it's also when I do some stock taking of the goodness of God in my life, especially after a year like 2020, where faith is actually generated in my heart. Psalm 77 verse 11 says the following, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Before this year ends, 
do some stock taking of the goodness of God in your life. Because what, what happens when I remember the goodness of God? What happens when I remind my soul, when I remind my heart and my emotions of the fact that God has actually been good to us, especially even in 2020? Faith is generated in my heart, which actually leads me to the second principle that you and I can build into our lives at the end of a year like 2020 to make sure I actually end this year in a place of faith, hope and expectation for what God is still going to do in 2020 leading up to 2021. And that is the principle of building faith. Can I encourage you? Don't go into 2021 with little to no expectations. I think a lot of us are thinking like that at the moment, myself included. I'm like, well, I don't want to make plans. I don't want to kind of put my hopes on anything at the moment. I don't want to put down dates on my calendar. I don't want to make plans for 2021 because who knows what's going to happen? What if we enter into another lockdown? What if I'm not allowed to travel? What if my business takes another hit? You know, what if someone really close to me gets sick and they don't recover. I don't want to make plans for 2021. I just kind of want to check it out, see what happens and then kind of take it day by day. And that's a mistake if you ask me. Why? Because God does not desire for you and me to kind of just wait and see what happens. No, because that's not faith. Faith is actually hoping and trusting in something, even if I can't see it at this very moment. So after you've taken stock of 2020, build some faith into your heart for 2021. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says the following. It says, we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. Here's the wonderful truth. God planned good things for you and me to walk in long ago. For all eternity, God has been fully aware of what 2020 would look like. He knew this was coming. He was not surprised when COVID hit. He planned good things for you and me long ago. And going into 2021, guess what? It's the same. He planned good things for you and me long ago. He's already been through 2020 with us. He's already in 2021. So if you're looking for a game plan for 2021, if you're looking for a foolproof plan that will be sure to succeed, can I invite you to ask God for His plan for 2021, His perspective, His will, His purpose. Do you want to end off this year well? Ask God for what He sees coming. Why is this important? Because His will, His plan, His purpose, His perspective on life, it's the safest place to live from. You see, it, it really doesn't matter what 2020 looked like for you and me. It really doesn't matter what 2021 is going to look like for you and me. Whether it's much better whether it's much worse, you and I are in the privileged position that if we know Jesus, we can rely on His purpose and His will. Hebrews 12 verse 28 says, Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship 
with reverence and awe. Friends, God's kingdom cannot be shaken. Our kingdoms, they can be shaken. If you want to end this year well, do some stock taking. Invite Jesus, our high priest, the wonderful counselor, the one who makes all things new. Invite him into your heart and invite him to come and, you know, reveal to you where was he during the toughest moments of 2020. God, where were you when my business took a hit? God, where were you when I became sick? God, where were you when I had to greet a loved one? Because that's where he can bring healing. But once you've done that, ask God, Lord, give me faith for 2021. I don't want to wait and see what happens. I don't want to watch from a distance. No, I want faith in my heart, knowing that I can fully rely on your plan, your will, your purpose for this coming year. Doesn't matter if it's much worse or much better even. I remember the first time I ran a marathon. Um, it was the, the Neisner Marathon, uh, beautiful in the forest. And I remember when the whistle blew at the start, it was crazy. It was so exciting. I had like blood pumping through my veins. I was so ready for this. I started running. I really had so much fun. And even like the first few kilometers, lots of fun. Everyone's around you. Everyone's cheering and clapping. And it's, it's just an incredible experience. But somewhere along the line, I was tired, man. I was pretty sure my feet were bleeding at one stage. It became difficult. There are uphills and downhills and both of them hurt because uphill makes my legs grow tired, but downhill is like messing with my knees and my ankles. It was tough running a marathon. But do you know in which moment my pace actually started to quicken again? Because you start off really well, you, you run really well, but the moment where my pace actually started picking up again, the moment where I actually, you know, started running quicker and faster and better again was where? Guess what? At the end. It was during the last about three kilometers of this race, I actually started running faster and quicker than ever before. Why? Because I'm great. No, not at all. Trust me. But it was because in those last few kilometers, you can actually start hearing the crowds at the end. You actually start hearing the music and the festivities taking place at the finish line. There are actually people lining up next to the road in those last few kilometers. They're clapping hands, they're cheering, they're saying, go, you can do this, the end is so near. I remember those last few kilometers, man, I ran like I've never run before. Because you see, it's at when I see the finish line, it's in that moment that suddenly I have all this extra stamina that I didn't know actually resided in me. It's in the last few kilometers that my pace actually picked up, it quickened. And I want to encourage you as we end off 2020, as you and I, as we have this expectation to finish well in this year, I wanna pray for you that at the end of this year, that you would really experience the voice of your Father in heaven cheering you on to finish. That you would experience the Holy Spirit breathing new life into you to give you new stamina so that you won't lie down, so that you won't give up, so that you won't bury 2020, so that you won't simply forget about it and never talk about it again. 
I want to pray with you that as you fix your eyes on Jesus, as you fix your gaze on Him, that's what Paul writes, you know, as, as I fix my gaze on Jesus, that I'm enabled to finish the race set before me. I want to pray that over you, that you'll finish off this year with your heart full of hope, faith and expectation. We need not write off 2020 like bad debt. We need not simply forget about it. We need not just never talk about it again. No, you and I, we can do some stock taking. We can invite Jesus to bring healing where it's necessary, but we can also ask Jesus, Lord, build some faith into my heart. Give me your plan, your purpose, your vision, because that's the safest place to live from in this next year. Let me pray for you. Jesus, thank you that 2020 is not wasted. It is not simply something to forget. It is not simply something to never speak of again, but it is something, it is a year to fully embrace because you were with us every step of the way. And Father, I want to pray for every individual watching, every individual spending time with their family or friends during this season, that your spirit would enable them to do some stock taking over the next few days, to write down what was difficult, where do I need healing, where do I need Jesus to come and provide me some perspective, but to also do some stock take of the goodness of God. Celebrate the moments where He came through. Celebrate the moments where Jesus provided in a supernatural way. And Father, as we do stock taking, I also pray that we would not lie down. We would not decelerate. We would actually accelerate in the race that we are running. Give us faith for this coming year. Fill us with faith, Lord, so that we can end off this season well, that we can end off 2020 by saying, my heart is filled with hope. It is filled with faith. It is filled with expectation for what God is going to do in 2021. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services.